0: How are we doing, everybody? This is AJ Torres, courtesy of Undrafted Sports. This is MLB on Ice on calling strikes. We got Arnold Palmer in the cup. And if you're wondering, the shirt is the Blue Brothers, your favorite college football podcast. Future Dr. Zach and Brand do a phenomenal job. Seriously, much respect. But anyways, let's go into baseball. I'm going to start with the Blue Jays. The bullpen needs work and i will just say this uh george springer i hope you pick it up man because you were caught uh stealing third base in the first inning that's a no-no right now batting 233 and on base of 325 i hope he picks it up a little bit they're gonna need him and just kind of goes from there uh i mean uh they just lost the mets today uh i mean really oh that's in our team with bullpen issues just injuries as a whole But Seth Lugo, Familia, did not give up runs today. Loop is the best guy in that bullpen. And Diaz, every time he goes out there, you hold your breath, but he got done. Walked one guy, but struck out three. That's what you want to see. It's interesting because the trade deadline is going to be this coming week. We have a couple uh, interesting transactions going on. As well as some where you kind of wonder, it's like, dude, are you going to do this or are you not? Are you going to crap or get off the pot? The one thing that I found interesting, and, well, quite frankly, it just doesn't make sense. Now, the Pittsburgh Pirates trade Adam Frazier. You see, I get that part, okay? Even though he's got a year of team control. After the 2020 season, he'll be a free agent, blah, 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 blah. But what I don't get is that the Padres got him. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on with the deal and who they gave up and everything else. But somebody do me a favor. Could somebody tell me why the hell A.J. Progg gets horny on the idea of putting middle infielders into the outfield? I don't care if it's left field, center, right. He's been doing it a lot over the years. I needs to stop. And no, don't put C.J. Abrams in there, too. Third base is Mamet Shadow for a long time. Shortstop is Tatis for a long time. Next couple years, the way this is going is Jake Cronenworth or Croning God's position. First base is up for grabs, but you got Eric Hosmer taking him hostage by his contract. If you don't move Eric Hosmer, then what do you got? you got another middle infielder you're going to say, oh, yeah, by the way, play the outfield. you got too much middle infield depth just in that organization. You signed Kim to... All these years, you have to do more than just see if you could sell a couple of hats and jerseys over in Korea. I'm sorry. I understand why they did the move and it was risky. But if you look at the depth chart and you look at where everyone's got to play, come on. You're killing me. And another move that they need to do, probably some bullpen. And speaking of bullpen, the Yankee bullpen has never been... All consistent at the same time. Aloizica, uh, just straight off of the COVID reserves, he was thrown to the wolf. Absolutely thrown to the wolf. That's the best relief pitcher consistently throughout the year. He had four runs scored, didn't record an out. Zach Britton came in. Uh they say it says blown save on there, but he had one in worth of work. And listen. He's got to find his rhythm, Loisica, or low as everyone calls him. He needs to find it again. Glaber Torres is the only guy that I've seen uh, steal a base, get caught stealing, and get picked off at the in the same game in a while. I mean, the Yankees aren't a stolen base team to begin with. And we had this is a game that Domingo Herman had a no a no hitter going for seven innings. Credit to Domingo for bouncing back and showing this lineup that should be putting up five-plus runs a night, who's boss. Give Domingo Herman some confidence, because if you look at the guys on this team, right, look at the Baden average just for the team as a whole. You have some guys that need to work it out. I mean, uh, Cordero, uh, Dahlbeck, Ploiecki's a catcher in my opinion, uh, Chavez, But if you look at Kike, Bogarts, Devers, J.D., Verdugo, Renfro, Vasquez, all those guys are a threat in the lineup. And then you have one or two pieces that people complain about. But at the same time, if that's the worst how it gets, I mean, hey, just look at the Yankee lineup of them having a bunch of guys that just don't fit in this right now. Aaron Judge still isn't even back in the lineup. Gio Urshela basically just came back. Look at the guys that are bad and underneath 200. They're constantly going in this lineup. Look at the guys that are bad and under 250. nothing day difference. Now, this was the Yankee game to lose. One bad game by low. I mean, bad games throughout the season. That was his fault. There's only three that I could really think of. And it's just it, – it, it sucks because at one point it's, it kind of goes like this. And before I go to out west – Right. I'll just say this. I remember for the Dodgers when it came to Jensen, right? It's like, is it a psychological thing? Is it a mechanical thing? Is it a physical thing? Is he hurt? And it just seems to keep, you know, rolling over and rolling over and rolling over. It's like every time that Jensen doesn't pitch well and you wonder what it is, tell you what, find a die in a board game. Okay. One or two, it's mechanical. Three or four, it's mental. And five or six, it's physical. Either he's sore or he's hurt. That's what happens every single freaking night for him. For the Yankees, I wonder the same thing on what goes on. Is the hitting consistently? or a guys trying to do too much? Is it on the manager? Is it on the pitching? Is it on the analytical staff? Is it the general manager? You know what I mean? Because this time, again, we're taking a six-side die die a regular a regular dice one two three four five six you roll that die every single night after a loss and you just say you know what this is the excuse today that just seems to be the way it goes all season long this team could lose 10 games in a row then win six games in a row lose four in a row it's like the consistency man If you go, hey, two wins, two losses, a win, a loss, three in a row, four in a row, it's a roller coaster. It seems like they fix it, eh, back down into the pavement where you belong, and then there's hope. And then as soon as you start to – the New Yorkers will be so happy. They start opening doors for people, and the next thing you know, there's a bad game, and then next day they'll just have it slam in your face again. Typical. Absolutely typical. As I record this, uh, my friend, the Fran, is uh, asking me what's going on, if there's a dominant closer in the market for you guys to trade for. You know what? That's not the case here. There's There's a lot of things. This team needs more than a closer. But what is going to happen here with the trade deadline? I don't even know for the Yankees. And we're gonna see a lot of decisions. I mean, the coulda shoulda woulda. I mean, this is there's a lot of action going on as far as phone calls. But as far as actual things in writing, it is not steady at all. It's very inconsistent. Now, the tooth contracts, I will say, that are getting very interesting for this trade deadline is let's see, was he playing today? It doesn't look it. But Byron Buxton was actually uh, asked uh, about an extension, and he declined. As well as Joey Gallo, who talks about an extension, also declined. Now the thing is, I have no idea who Buxton. Uh, I'm not sure who represents him. But just remember this: for one, you don't try to extend somebody mid-season. You try and do this. What you know in the beginning of the year, spring training, whatever. But also, if you can extend a Scott Boras client in the middle of the season, you have a bare chance of him walking on water. and ain't happening. So we're just kind of going to end it on that. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff circulating, And the trade deadline, I'm going to try and be as active as possible. Guys, thank you so much. I'm working 10 hours a day. I got a lot of stuff going on uh, afterwards. Uh, I just want to thank you very much. And I know this is a short episode on MLB on Ice, and I still got half a drink here, but I thought I'd make it uh, short and sweet, and everybody enjoy their Sunday night. I love you all. Take it easy. Let